Welcome to episode, you guys, you know what episode it is. It's episode 100 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com on Twitter and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm your host, Patricia. I take photos. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dream Sweets Love. And here is Chris. Yay. Hi. I'm, I'm kind of weird today. I'm so sorry. I'm excited. It's okay. What do you, what do you mean today? It? Yeah. Wait, what do I mean today? Yeah. What, what, what do you mean? I, I haven't well, been drinking today. Okay. <laughs> that was on the bonus episode yes. that we just released. Yeah, that that's where Patricia was drinking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I am your other host, uh, Chris, chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one who is going to soon be eating all the Halloween offerings at the parks. I'm going to give them a try. And you can follow me on my personal Twitter and Instagram, Explorer Nelge, and that is Explorer N I L G H E. Oh my goodness! Well, before we get into anything, before we get to the hundredth episode, which is super awesome, we want to remind everyone about our Patreon and. Big shout out to everybody who's already on Patreon. You guys are awesome. And we really hope that you enjoyed our latest bonus episode where we talked about what we loved and what we hated about Shanghai Disneyland. And Patricia, you had a lot of things to say on that podcast. I was, I had PTSD, okay? (laughs) You did. You really did. I really did. It's a good episode, you guys. So if you want to get access to our bonus episodes, you can do so by pledging $15 or more, and you will get access to a bonus episode once a month. And you also get access to all the previous ones as well. So we have, I think it's eight up there. So you have eight bonus episodes. That's quite the deal. Um, And then we also have our other one, which is very popular. It's the $5 um five dollars or more if you pledge that you get access to our episodes 24 hours before everybody else and who doesn't love to hear us a day early like come on who doesn't love that you need your fix (laughs) come on come on you guys and of course we are still trying to get to our 500 dollars a month goal our goal because if we get to that 500 dollars a month we will do an extra 30-minute episode every month that goes out to everybody, and we will answer questions for 30 minutes because we get a ton of questions. Like, we have so many in the queue right now, and, you know, we want to get to them all. So having an extra episode per month would really help. Well, it would help everybody, of course, right? So Yeah, and listen... It can be any questions, okay? It doesn't have to be yeah. about, like, touring. or You can ask us weird stuff. I mean, we'll answer <laughs> almost anything, okay? <laughs> almost anything. Within reason. Yeah. Within reason. If you'd like to do this, you can go to patreon.com slash TDR now. And I also have a link in the show notes. So make sure you go there and make your pledge. And we're at episode 100. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I don't know, it's man. So how, did crazy. We, how did this happen? 
like this started out as just this little podcast that you know both you and I were like you know what we should do a podcast and we kind of drag drug drag we drugged our feet we dragged our feet (laughs) a long time for like it was a few like it was months right we kept talking about it talking about it and then finally we're like we're talking and we're like look look we gotta do this or we're never gonna do it yeah let's just make our first episode and we did and here we are 100 episodes later of course we have bonus episodes in between so um we have over 100 episodes but yeah we've been here quite a long time and i don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon because it's a lot of fun it's fun it's fun doing it right it's so fun we have something special for you guys for our 100th episode. But, of course, we're going to go through our crowd forecast, our news, and we're going to quickly go through in the parks. But what we're going to talk about is our favorite things from each of the Disney parks in Asia. So we're going to talk about Tokyo. We're going to talk about Hong Kong. We're going to talk about Shanghai. And we're also going to talk about our favorite things in the cities as well. Because, of course, if you're coming this far... Because, like, let's face it, Asia's pretty far for a lot of people. Um, you're going to want to do other things other than just going to, going to Disney. Because, you know, there's tons of other things to do. But, of course, you know, Disney's, like, the main thing, right? But there's so many other things to do as well. So we're going to talk about some of our personal favorite things. So this is all about our favorite stuff. So make sure you have a pen and paper handy because there's going to be a... We're going to throw a lot at you. Let's start with the news. Let's, let's... What's going on? There's a lot of news, Chris. <laughs> I noticed that, yeah. So, what's this about Shanghai and the digital fast pass? I, Ooh, I don't. I've okay. heard about that. This is coming everywhere. I, I think you know. I guess they're they're kind of like done testing fast pass plus at Disney World, right? I mean, we, we've had it for a while um, at that park, and it looks like it's coming to California. And it looks like Shanghai Disneyland is going to get some. It's not fast pass plus. But it's some kind of digital fast pass is coming to Shanghai Disneyland. So they're still going to have the fast pass kiosks open in the park. But they're going to make um, a digital system where you can get your fast passes through your phone. You scan the barcode and you don't have to wait in any lines. You don't have to go to like any central location, which I think is fantastic. Okay, because I mean, okay. And and just just to say right now, um. You know, we were there during peak season. I know that. I know that, you guys. Um, and we have some listeners that, um, one listener who's there right now um, and one who's a, who's about to get there, um, that they, they said they're on their way through Twitter. And it seems like September, early September is the time to go because it's like a way better situation and um, still really good weather, still really clear blue skies. So if you don't have kids in school... That's the time, you guys. But anyway, um, for people that are going anytime during the year, this is going to be a huge positive change, I think. Anytime you don't have to wait in line, um, it's going to be a godsend. I love that. I'm definitely going to have to try that. <laughs> I love I love that idea. I wonder if Tokyo's ever going to do that. I don't know. The thing is, it's not Walt Disney Company, right? Yeah. And Walt, and, they well, did all the development and everything, so they would have to pay a fortune to get it, right? Oh, uh, that's true. And OLC is not about to do that. No, and, man. And, you know, the Japanese way is, you know, we sell fax machines here. People still use fax machines. So 
We're going to be stuck with paper fast passes for a while, I think. I'm surprised you can't get your tickets or your fast passes through fax. (laughs) (laughs) You have these cast members just faxing like fast passes to you. (laughs) Or like, or like, you know, get your like, um, tickets, like your park tickets faxed to you or something. Right. Oh my Uh. goodness. Anyway, um, speaking of Tokyo Disneyland, um, I just saw I just saw the pictures of this not that not not that long ago, like an hour ago or whatever. Um, Five hundred guests dressed up as Mickey and Minnie, and they're invited to Disneyland Tokyo Disneyland to celebrate twenty years of Halloween here at Tokyo Disney Resort. It's pretty cool. That's a lot of people dressed up as Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, the 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 photos are pretty nice. Um, if you go on Twitter, it'll be on there. Also, if you go to the to the official Tokyo Disney Resort blog, um, you'll definitely find it on there as well. Um, but yeah, twenty years we twenty years of Halloween here. So it, Halloween's not really like I, I was reading that Disney, like Tokyo Disney, is kind of the, one of the big reasons why Halloween is a thing now in Japan. Yes. Thank you, Which... Tokyo Disneyland, because because of you. No, listen, I have heard stories of people that have lived here for like way longer, and there was no Halloween, Chris. That's that sounds so sad. That's unlivable. I could not live in a place without <laughs> <Unlivable>. Halloween. <laughs> no, no, we came at the right time because Tokyo Disneyland had been doing it for a while, and like it's every year, it's getting bigger. And bigger and bigger. Our apartments in our neighborhood do trick-or-treating between the apartments. Like, most apartments will have some kind of inter-apartment trick-or-treating within, like, like the different complexes. And neighborhoods will have actual set-up trick-or-treating the houses that are participating and houses that aren't participating. So, I mean, this was... None of this existed. Like, even 10 years ago, it wasn't that much. It's, like, really, like, grown exponentially. So... Um, yeah, thank you, OLC, and thank you, Tokyo Disney, for bringing Halloween and making it the huge success it is in Japan. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to fathom a Disney park without Halloween. It really is. Oh my gosh, right? Ugh. So, yeah, thank you, OLC. <laughs> yes. We love it. And yeah, um, I, I know we've mentioned this before, but like Halloween this year, it's the first time that they're allowing costumes throughout the entire event because before it was only at certain time periods and up until like last year was the first year they did at disney sea mm-hmm. and before that it was only at disneyland so like they're kind of changing it rather quickly in terms of these costumes um i guess you know it, it just gets people back into the parks more and maybe like you know thins out the crowd a little bit too Right, yeah, it's not the madness that first and last week. Yeah, the first and last week, like it would just be like, like um, I kind of like it, um, <laughs> like over in um, like in the Cinderella Castle Hub area, mm-hmm. that would just be full of people in costume. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, this would kind of you know thin out or like spread out the crowds a little bit, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So then it's not as busy. So. Um, there's this Tomika exhibit happening at the Resort Gateway Station. Heck yeah. There's like 250 oh. different Tomikars. 250. <laughs> yeah. And they're like in this little display. And it's like a really short exhibit, but um, it's free and it's there. So um, like Tomikar is like Japan's version of like Hot Wheels, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. 
and like it, it's the same thing they have like little cars and stuff like different time periods and whoa, like exciting cars and classic cars but on um, tokyo disney resort if you don't know they sell um uh, different cars for all the different attractions and for the different vehicles like the disney buses and everything um so uh it's really fun so uh check it out and then um you you have something here about the Uriasu festival heck yeah <gasps> Um, so this um, this actually affects Celebration Hotel people, so you should be aware, even if you're not going to the festival. So it takes place on 916 and 917 on the main road of uh, Shinurayasu, uh, which is uh, where the two hotels are located. They're located at the end of that road, which is Symbol Road. Um, and um, it can affect traffic because the main road is going to be cut off and some of the side roads, um, the traffic is going to be diverted there. I guess um, so. I'm not sure how that's going to affect your bus run times in between the park, but it it should affect it to some extent. So watch out for that. You might want to leave a little earlier if you're coming back in the middle of the day for a rest or something, um, and make sure that you have plenty of time to get to and from the park. Um, and if you are there and you um, have any free time, it's a really cool festival. Mickey a lot of the times will make an appearance on his uh, cruiser. Sometimes both the cruisers. And um, the the Mickey uh, Limousine, <laughs> did I say that right? <laughs> um, sometimes shows up, um, as well as we've had the Duffy bus in the past, uh, as well at the end uh, near the bay, uh, near in between the two hotels. So really, really, really easy for you guys to watch. You don't have to go anywhere. And it's um, it's it's really cool because we also get something on loan from Aomori. We get um, some neputa, which are like these. I think you've seen them in Aomori, right? Um, no, I saw them at um, the firework or no, no, sorry, the Firefly Festival they had in Tokyo. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, ha- I haven't actually been to the proper Aomori. <laughs> I know. Neither have I. I really want to go because they're. It looks so nice. They're incredible. They're beautiful, yeah. especially at night. Oh, oh my goodness! That's when you got to see it. Yeah, they're yeah. all handmade. And um, the first year that they did it here, they had an enormous one. It was like I don't know how many stories tall, and um, and they had like different um, floats from around Japan. And uh, this year we have, uh, I'm not sure what the size of the neputa is and how many that we're getting, but we are going to have them. Um, you might see me in the parade. Uh, we, we're going to be participating as well. Um, that's on the 17th if you want to catch that. Um, and usually you have to go to Aomori to see it. So it's kind of a nice um, experience because it's 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 uh, it's hard. It's, it's rare. You know, when you're sightseeing, you don't have time to go all over Japan or to be there at the right timing for the right festival right so um yeah if you're there check it out 916 and 917 917 is when the neputa will be there and just for people's reference um the uh prefecture aomori is in northern japan so it's quite a ways from tokyo so the fact that we're getting some neputa down in uh, the chiba area is a really nice treat but because yeah you usually have to go way up there to see their big neputa festival all right, so in the parks, in the parks. Um, you were busy. I was busy, but I was kind of boring in a way. Like, I was, you know, working. Um, I was there for the first day of the Halloween merchandise. And I was doing my merchandise videos. So those take me so long to do. I know when, like, if, if there's any of you that watch the, the uh, YouTube videos, um, the uh, TDR Explorer YouTube videos of the merchandise. Like, yeah, I have, like, you know... 
five, six minutes of merchandise videos. But I am there for like three hours recording this stuff. Like it's it's actually a lot of work. <laughs> it really is. And then like make sure I get the price right. And I have to like um, do voiceover work and stuff so I can you know describe what's going on. Like I tried before doing the voiceover in like doing it while I was recording the merchandise. But that is very stressful <laughs> because, you know. There's going to be crying kids. There's going to be people that are talking, you know, like, because it's usually busy. So there's going to be people talking and that's going to, like, my microphone's going to pick it up. And it's just, it's very frustrating. So now what I do is I just record it and then I just dub over it later so that I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, it still takes, it takes a very long time. Uh, So that's what I've been doing. Um, But I'll be going uh, for two days uh, to do all the Halloween stuff. And I'm super excited for that. Uh, but what about you? What would what, what, you do? Uh, I went I went to check out the merch and <laughs> so lame. I bought a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Just a pen. I, I really held back because I what I love from the merch right now, like like I'm like, OK, with most of them, I'm like, you know, it's cute. It's Halloween. Right. But I love the mini and meow magic. Like, oh, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, talking the, about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like all this black cat merchandise with mini on it. And it's like this like purple and like kind of this dull purple and black color and gray. It's kind of amazing. And Minnie looks really scary on yeah. it. <laughs> she does. She looks a little yeah. She looks like a little, little witchy, a little vampire. I don't know. But like and the cat is so cute. I just I love the design of everything in this merch line and I held back. I held back, Chris, because I, I love it. I love it. Like this I wanna have like an event themed around this actually. I wish this was like the Halloween event this year it was like mini and meow magic and like witches and stuff. That would be so awesome. Oh maybe next year. Maybe. 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 maybe next year. You guys, if you're <laughs> listening, do this. <laughs> Yes. Um, and then um, we um, we have a friend um, in our apartment, and she's super rad. And she has a homestay student visiting from the U.S., and he's never been to any Disney park at all. <gasps> oh, so he's starting off with the best one. We kind of messed up. Ones. I know. I was thinking that too. I'm like, <laughs> damn. We took him to Disney Sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about talk, talk about starting off very strong. Oh my gosh! And then I was like talking to my husband later. I'm like, no, now he's gonna think all of them are like this, and and that's just you know not the case. They're cool. Oh, they're all cool in their own ways. But dude, Disney Sea, that's like a different level, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but we had fun and it was so relaxed because um, it was in between the event and it was like not crowded at all. So it was like really the perfect conditions to tour the park. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And just chilling out um, for TDS. Oh, and we had a black cocktail at Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. Oh, nice. I need, I need to go have that. I definitely need to do that. <laughs> I don't know what's in it, but it looks really cool. I think it has whiskey. That would make sense. I love whiskey. Whiskey. That's my dream. Who doesn't love whiskey? A Japanese whiskey is good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I drink. Oh, so yeah. So there was that. And that was so good. And on Disney's birthday, Disney C's birthday, um, I went um, really briefly because I was working literally all day. And I, I had like a brief break in between and I went to TDS and I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to be able to buy anything because it was the Duffy release. But... 
the weirdest thing happened. What's that? There was no lines at all. Like zero what? lines. What? No. That's strange. For a first day of a release and like a Halloween release? What happened? Huh. Did I step into the Twilight Zone? I don't know. <laughs> but I was actually able to buy something. I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to check and have them say, no, you can't get in. And then I'm going to feel kind of down. I'm like, okay, I knew better. But, you know, at least I tried. But no, I walked in. I walked out within like, like I was like in and out. Like literally in and out because I knew what I wanted. And I only wanted one thing. Which was like the little mini Stella Lou plush. Yeah. Not the black dress one, the one with candy. Okay, okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the black dress one too. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I like that. So I got that and then I went. I went home. Not home, to work. <laughs> <laughs> went back to work. That's yes, what you did. I back did. to work. Uh, well, speaking of uh, crowds, it's time for our crowd forecast. Uh, so we get our crowd forecast information not from TDR Navi anymore. Um, they apparently put that behind a login, which is very strange. So, um, we're using a different one and it's a Japanese one. And the name is like Piala. I don't know what I'll have a link in the show notes. And it's also Plala. Plala. That's such a weird name. Um, uh, but I do have a link also on our website. If you just type in Tokyo Disney Resort or Tokyo Disneyland crowd calendar, it'll pop up and, uh, it's only in Japanese, but I do have a translation for a lot of things on how to read it. So it's it's pretty easy once you know what to look for. Uh, so this is for the week of September 11th. And it's a little busier just because it's the start of Halloween. Um, my guess is it might be a little bit busier than what they're predicting because this is the first time, you know, like this is how the Halloween costumes are working. Well, it... Either it's going to be a little bit busier or a little bit quieter. We don't, we're not quite, quite sure yet <laughs> on how that's going to be. But it's, going to, it's, it's manageable. Um, they're predicting like the, the yellow, which is like mid-range for it. So it's not busy, but it's not exactly dead either. So uh, it should be fine. You should be okay. And just avoid the weekends like we always tell you to. Because weekends are always busy. All right. So let's get to the fun part. Okay. We have a we have a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff. Um, before we get into this, um, if you were on the website and clicked to listen to the podcast and everything, you would have noticed we had a very lovely, beautiful, awesome, glittery banner for our hundredth episode, and that was courtesy of Giovanna. She went and created this beautiful artwork for us for our 100th episode and it's awesome thank you so 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 much for for putting that together for us we love it it's awesome isn't it it's It's beautiful i mean like i I love love everything that she does and you guys should go check out her other work as well yes she's also on instagram um i will put a link in the show notes um we have we have a lot of stuff. Like we, we went and wrote down all our favorite things, and we also have. Um, we're going to talk about our earliest Disney memory, and also we're going to talk about why we do this podcast. So, like, why do we actually like? Why do we do this? Like, why do we come here week after week talking about Disney? Like, who would have thought that there was enough stuff to cover that we've we we've made it to 100 episodes 
Um, and then we're going to talk about all our favorite stuff. And we have a lot to go over. So we should just get this get this going. Um, our earliest Disney memory. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, I'll let you go first because I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, for me, my earliest Disney memory, like this is the one that I guess like stands out the most. I really like your memory, by me. the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Um, my mother's listening and I know she is, she listens to all the episodes, so I'm sorry that I'm sharing this mom, but I, I kind of have to, um, I lied to my mom, AKA mama explorer about seeing the Lion King twice in theater. So this is back in 94. Um, I went like, I went once and I loved it. Um, so to, to give you a little bit of backstory, um, this was the time period where, um, our local movie theater, which only had four theaters at the time, they had a contest, a coloring contest. And it was, you know, for this age range of children. I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, I won oh. and I won half a year of free movies. Oh my so I can go gosh. to the movies as much as I wanted to. So every weekend I went to the movies because it was free. So um, I went and saw The Lion King, and I loved it, and I wanted to go see it again, but my mom said no, for whatever reason. I don't know, I don't remember why she said no. I think it was more like, you saw it once, go see something else. So, <laughs> being, you know, the person that I am, um, I saw that the movie Rookie of the Year was playing. I believe that that, that was the movie. It, it, it's the kid that broke his arm, you know, and then he was able to, like, pitch really quickly. It was another Disney film. It was one of those, yeah. Anyway, um, I saw that. I saw it was playing around the same time, so I told mom that I was going to go see that, and she's like, "Okay." She drops me off, and I went and saw The Lion King instead because I wanted to see it again. <laughs> and I thought I was so smart. I'm like, she will never know, but moms always know. Moms always figure these things out. Moms are smart, um, Chris. <laughs> Well, I was like eight years old, so, you know, I thought I knew better, but... You were pretty slick, though. I'll give you that. <laughs> so, I got... Like, the reason why I got caught is because the movies didn't come out at the same time, and my mom would always know when the movie... Like, a around what time the movie would get out. So, she noticed that I didn't come out when I should have. So, what I... I remember I, I left the movie theater, and she's like, so what movie did you see? I'm like, Rookie of the Year. She's like, no, you didn't. What movie did you see? I'm like, <laughs> I saw The Lion King. She, she's like, I told you you weren't supposed to see that. You already saw it once. You should go see something else. I'm like, but I want to see it again. Oh, but it's like such a sweet thing to get caught over. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, yeah. Every time, like, every, like every time I, like, um, tell, like, tell uh tell my mom that story she just she just shakes her head she's like yeah i remember that i remember that <laughs> okay so what about you trish what, like, what's your earliest disney memory okay so i think we talked about this before my mom brainwashed me since i was a baby <laughs> like we've been i've been going to the, the disney park since i was like maybe a fetus like since i was a baby like, your fetus yeah no i think so yeah so um like i don't know what my first disney because it's always been there in the background looming <laughs> okay fair enough um um but um i guess like i just i guess my earliest 
like memories like were you know when we were like the, the our fondest memories were when we were kids and we would go like for like our birthdays or whatever and when I was like really little I would always want to stay at Polynesian Resort because I loved the fire <laughs> you know the fire <laughs> torches yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I love the Hawaiian. They had like a Hawaiian. Like now they've changed it and they Disney-fied it. But before it used to be like straight up like Hawaiian dancing and like fire stuff. Like I love the fire. And um, the the they had this luau and it was really awesome. They would give you like a seashell necklace and everything, which is really cool. And I just loved like I loved going and staying at that hotel. I loved everything about it. And I loved the little boat ride that you could take to Magic Kingdom. And I loved like being on the monorail. It was really cool. And then when I was like a teen, um, like I my favorite was Beach Club because you could walk to Epcot, you know, but like I guess it's just always been there, you know, and we've had like annual passes like not anymore because we live in Japan. But, like, we would have annual passes every year to go to Disney World, and we would go a few times a year, and it was really fun. Oh, that's fun. I love that. <laughs> like, well, for me, like, we didn't grow up with Disney parks just because we lived in the middle of Canada, and flying out of the middle, like, from, like, um, the middle of Canada is not exactly the cheapest, especially for families. Oh, no. Um, well, a lot like, of Canadians will drive down. Like, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of Canadian plates in the parking lot. Yeah, it was, like, people would make, like, a really big road trip out of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I remember um, always wanting to go as a child, because, you know, you see it on TV and all this kind of stuff, and it was just something that we were never able to do um, when we were, you know, younger. So, I guess I'm a little envious that you got to do that. No, 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 Chris. <laughs> ever, ever since you were a child. Don't be envious. Child. You probably grew up much more balanced. <laughs> <laughs> you should be well, grateful that you did. I was lying to my mother to go see a movie, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where my morals are in this. Your mom was right. <laughs> you shouldn't see your mom wanted you to have a more varied childhood. It's like, no, you don't have to watch the same movie. You can try different things. My mom was brainwashing. <laughs> you were in a much healthier environment. You should be thankful. Say thank you to your mother. Darn it. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. Well, if you guys have like an early Disney memory, send like send it to us. Tweet at us. Ooh. Email it to us. And um, maybe in the next few episodes, we can read some of them. Read some of them on the show. That, that'd be fun, right? I like I that. That'd be fun. I want to hear all yeah, the so, memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it, like, send it to us on Twitter or email us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com and just send us your earliest Disney memory. We should do other of these memories too, like your most traumatizing Disney memory, like <laughs> oh your funniest Disney memory. Send all the memories. This gets us to our next part. Like, why why do we do this podcast? So we've already talked at the beginning of the episode, like how we started it, right? It's just we we just kind of started it, right? Yeah. Um, but like why? Why do we do this? Um, well, I guess you could, you know, it's debatable, like Maybe we're both insane. I don't know. That's because we're Disney nerds, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I think that's probably part of it or a big part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like for myself personally, um, I've kind of talked about this um, on um, um, with other people um, is for me, it's kind of about um, anxiety, actually. Oh. So for me, I 
am a very anxious person and people who are closest to me will, you know, they can agree with that, that I can be a little wound up sometimes, um, even though, you know, it may look like I'm pretty good at hiding it. Um, I guess I am to an extent. Um, And I find the feeling of not knowing something is very, very stressful. It makes me very anxious. And um, doing this podcast, but also doing the website as well, and um, like pretty much everything that um, we do for helping people plan their trips also helps with my anxiety as well, because it kind of helps me sort things out for myself Mm -hmm. in a sense and then in turn that helps other people as well so i've it's it's almost like you know um i guess like therapy in a way for me in a sense to kind of to kind of help that anxiety and i know like coming to japan can be very intimidating for a lot of people Oh, for sure. Like, just like, there's so many things here that are so different. You know, of course, like the language and the culture. And then there's like, the you know, the things in the parks and stuff. Like, there's so many things to know. And that can be very intimidating and can cause you to be very anxious. So that's one of the big reasons. Like, well, I, I, I should say one of the main reasons why I, like, for me personally, why I do this. Because it helps with my anxiety, but in turn, it also helps other people as well which i love uh what like what about for you um like mine is not so noble (laughs) (laughs) that's okay um i it always bothered me i listen to um a lot of podcasts like like you know um you also you know we both live in japan and um it's kind of like for me the therapy is hearing my native language um so i don't get to use it every day but just hearing it in the background, um, I find it rather soothing. And um, like, there's so many Disney podcasts out there, and I always wondered why there's not one that covers the news like internationally, like like all the parks internationally was the like the original idea, right? So Disney World and California and Paris and um, Tokyo, and at the time um, Hong Kong, there was not Shanghai Disneyland yet. I'm like, why is nobody? covering the other side of the world because you'd have some that were Europe focused but nothing of what was going on in Asia and that's still the case now even even our podcast I think is the only one out there like you'll see like specific episodes that talked about like for example the Shanghai opening or um, maybe a trip report to Hong Kong or you'll see like some trip reports to Tokyo Disney Resort but you never see like a dedicated podcast to like international news, which I always thought was like a missed opportunity and it was a shame. And it's something I wanted to hear. Like if there was like a Hong Kong Disneyland dedicated podcast, like, like you know, like what we're doing for TDR, I would love to listen to that. Or like somebody who's in Shanghai, like there's this girl that I'm following on Twitter who, who tweets all the... Um, the information coming out of Shanghai and it's really interesting to see like what the news is over there and what's going on in the parks over there and and I mean like this is like you know there was nothing like this like what what this podcast is right so um like that that was kind of like part of like the motivation that I really wanted something like this to be out there right um also (laughs) you you can see my notes also brainwashed birth and the internet exists (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also i really just like talking to other disney people because it's so interesting because so like we all kind of have the same hobby 
that interconnects us, but everybody comes from such different walks of life that I think it's really fascinating hearing why other people are into Disney and, and maybe occasionally running into people that maybe listen to the podcast or, you know, and just like running into people like like that are visiting the international parks. I think it's just so interesting hearing other people's stories as well, you know, so um, that's that's the other part to it. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just there's nothing out there doing what we do, but it's fun that you know, we get to do it <laughs> every week. And there's always something to talk about. Like, you know, like some, like there's, there's some weeks when, when we're like putting, like putting the notes together for the show, like, oh, there's nothing going on. There's like, like, what do we talk about? And then all of a sudden something happens, like, oh my goodness. Okay. We have shows for like the next month now. <laughs> so there's just so much to do. And I know we're, we're going to be talking more about Hong Kong and Shanghai as well as, you know, months go on we're gonna be talking more about that stuff too because a lot of you love you know like obviously coming to tokyo disney resort but also you know going to hong kong and shanghai like there's just so much to do here and so much to cover like we could be talking about this for hours every week if we really wanted to and still not cover everything <laughs> and like think about it like on this side of the world we have three parks three resorts not three parks three resorts that are fairly close to each other it's like it's it's still mind-boggling to me i would listen to other podcasts even if it's covering some of the same things i would still listen to it i would find it fascinating to hear other people you know it's Mm -hmm. it's like it's i'm it's insane that nobody else is even covering like in the in the news sections of the different podcasts or anything you know so if there's anyone out there listening if you're in the other like if you're in Hong Kong or Shanghai or something and you're interested in starting a podcast, well, send us a note. Maybe we can figure something out. We can do a collaboration, man. Now we're going to talk about all our favorite stuff. Oh my God, we're going to be here a while. Jeez. Okay. How about we start with Tokyo? How does that sound? Let's start with, of course, that's that's our home, man. Let's do it. Um, The park. Why do I love the park? Parks, I should say. Or the resort as a whole. Um. Probably one of the biggest things for me, like like for me, I like I always find this very fascinating, and it's orderly chaos, is how I like to describe <laughs> it. Like the parks are busy, like they're like what the busiest in the world, I would say. I don't know about Shanghai, but um, oh. like like Tokyo Disney Resort on like a weekend or like a holiday, it it's busy, but it's an orderly chaos. There's an order to it. And that's because, you know, uh, it's just because of the locals, because of the Japanese. The Japanese know how, you know, to work in crowded situations because, you know, it's something that you're just brought up on how to act in certain situations, right? So I just, I love that that orderly chaos. Of course, it's not always perfect. There's there's sometimes where things completely fall apart and you just want to, you know, scream at the top of your lungs. But for the most part, it's pretty good. It's pretty good uh, compared to other places I've been uh, where organization is, you know, non-existent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know we've talked about with Shanghai. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty organized, man. Even on the busiest day. And we have not had the busiest day in a long time here, but like it's pretty darn organized. And it's nice. It's like, and like once you finally figure out how to act, like 
you know, just like act like a loco and like how to move and stuff. It is so nice because you just know exactly how things work and how to how to move about. It's just it's a it's it's like I don't know. It is a great feeling and I love it. <laughs> um adorable merchandise, of course, like Tokyo's merchandise is always awesome and it's been getting better lately, which I know we've talked about before too, but it's just I don't know who they hired or what they did, but keep doing it. <laughs> Like, especially this Halloween merchandise that we're getting this year. Like, I think I I think I, I, I total, totaled it up. Like, how much, if it, like, if you were to buy one of every item, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, ooh, like, just over 2000 some dollars US or something like that. If you were to buy one of each item. Wow. That'd be a lot <laughs> to a lot suitcase. <laughs> I think you would get dinged at customs for that. Like, ma'am, how many Just, bags did you bring? <laughs> how many stuffed animals do you need? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of them. Um, well, merchandise and then the variety of food options and snacks. There's there's so much. Like I can't even eat it all to be quite honest. Like I tried. Like I like I honestly tried to to eat all the summer offerings this past summer and I couldn't do it. Oh, There's man. just so much food. Like, you know, I would I would go there without eating breakfast uh-huh. and I'm like and you know I was like, okay, I'm gonna eat this, 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 and this so I can talk about it. I get like a quarter of the way through the list and I'm like, I can't do this. You gotta spread it out, Chris. <laughs> it's you cannot so eat it much. all in one day. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> I was I was too ambitious, too ambitious. Yeah, you kind of have like you have to spend like a good week and just like pace yourself throughout the week just to try everything. <laughs> there's just like there's just so many options and that's awesome. That's awesome. Like that's one of the reasons that keeps people coming back besides the merchandise. Uh it's just all all these different food options and I love it. I just love it. And of course, our there's always an event happening here. Like it's like it's kind of odd to see the park without an event. Like, it, like if you were to go like visit the park when it's kind of I guess like um, in limbo. It's so chill though la- when it's in limbo. I kind of like it sometimes. <laughs> it just yeah, it just, it just feels like oh yeah, it's just like it's really chill. It's like okay, it feels pure. There's nothing. Yeah, like <laughs> this is this is how it this is how it is without without anything happening. It's just. Yeah, it's pure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a really good way to put it. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, pure. It's pure. It feels feels very pure. Um, and of course, Disney Sea. Disney Disney Sea is Disney Sea, right? Yeah. Like we could talk about that till we're blue in the face, but yeah, Disney Sea is stunning. It's amazing, and I am so happy that we have this park here. It just you. it's such a such a beautiful park and it just uh, celebrated its 16th birthday anniversary it's sweet 16 <laughs> <laughs> it's so soothing in that park it is it's just uh there's just so much to do in that park and like every time i go there i'm always finding something new like things i've never noticed before oh my god so okay speaking of that yeah so when i went for halloween or sorry for the halloween merchandise yeah so the entrance to Disney Sea, like when you when you walk under the uh, Hotel Mir Costa, yeah, and you know they, there's always like um, 
like banners and stuff for the event that's happening, right? Uh-huh. Um, well, of course, Halloween hadn't started yet, but um, summer was over, so it was all it was all bare. It was pure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not notice that there was a hidden Mickey in that globe shaped thing. I did not notice that there before. This is the first time I saw it. Yeah. And I've seen that thing, you know, like, obviously, I don't see it a lot because there's always an event happening. Mm-hmm. But like for the like for the first time I sat there and I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I like, you know, I haven't seen it without any like special banners or anything on it for a while. And I kind of looked at it. I'm like, there's a hidden Mickey there. I know. I did not notice that. It's, they're, they're everywhere, Chris. It's insane. They're like all over the place. And if you can find like a kid that's knowledgeable, they will point out every freaking Mickey, like tiny little Mickeys that you would never think of because kids love that stuff. They are nuts, oh, yeah. man. And they, they will they notice they'll, like, they'll find them. And they'll, they'll like, you know, they'll interrogate the cast members. So Kai is not one of those kids. I'm sorry. But <laughs> find yourself like a little knowledgeable kid and they will inform you of everything. <laughs> That's so true. Crazy. <laughs> and then the uh, Japanese level of customer service. It's so good. It is. It is really good. It's. Um, you don't realize yeah, until you leave, and then you're like, it's so good. <laughs> um, one thing, like, with the, the, the Japanese level of service, like, especially if you like if you live here for a long time, um, it kind of feels a little fake sometimes. No. Like, it, no. it feels a little forced. I'll take it. I don't care. I don't need... Look, I know. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're working it, it, it's, for minimum it's totally wage. Fine. I don't need it to be genuine, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just want that nice level of service. Yes. But yeah, that, like that's one complaint I've heard people say before. It's like, like, you know, it feels very like, um, I guess like, um, very unnatural or very forced or whatever. But I'm like, eh, whatever. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 that like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That um, consist uh, consistency mm-hmm. is what I like. Yeah. So you know what you're going to get. Every time. Every time it's going to be the that. same and it's going to be the same level. Mm-hmm. I love that. Absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through my favorite, like, favorite items really quickly here. Okay. So, like... Let's compare. So, like, for... Yeah, so for every um, portion, we're, we're, we're going to have, like, our favorite restaurant, attraction, season, snack, thing to do, and hotel. So... Okay, so I'll go first. Okay. Favorite, my favorite restaurant, um, like Magellan's, of course. That's like my top one, but also Hungry Bear <gasps> is also Bear. up there. Mm-hmm. What about you? Okay, so my favorite restaurant is actually in Miracosta. Mm-hmm. I love Oceano, the course, uh, course menu side, especially the Christmas menu. It's so, so pretty. And it's just the the theming in that restaurant. It's just, it's like, it's like you feel like you're under the ocean, like little bubbles. It's like so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And the food is so beautiful. Like every once in a while for a special occasion, it's just really nice to do. Um, I also like the Dreamers Lounge for a totally different reason, for like a more casual reason. Um, I like Dreamers Lounge um, because I like to go 
with my son for like um, special occasions, like the beginning of the school year, um, like in springtime, like uh, to kind of like talk about where, you know, uh, what he should be working on and, and, and things like that and kind of have like a little discussion time with him and to enjoy the tea time and the little, you know, the tea time there is beautiful, right? And um, in the park, I love Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. The Teddy Roosevelt for Lounge for me is under my favorite thing to do, and that is just chill yeah. in the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. That is my favorite thing to do, especially during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas is like the perfect time to go because it just, to me, it feels like home, to be quite honest. Oh, for sure. Like it, just, it, it has that, like it's it's warm and it's kind of like dimly lit in there, but there's Christmas lights that just light up mm-hmm. and... I love that. Oh, I just, I, oh, I love it. I just want to go right now. <laughs> I know. Even though, even like, even though it's not Christmas, I wish it was. It's like a happy place. <laughs> I used to, mm-hmm. like, back when we still did the New Year's cards, I used to write them in the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. Uh-huh. I used to get a cappuccino and just, um, and when the park was empty, when it was, when it wasn't crowded and just sit down and write, um, my, all my New Year's cards there. Oh, that's. That's a really good place to do it. And then I send like them that. from inside the park so that they would have the Disneyland stamp on it. Disney C stamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. That's very smart. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do in the park? To do? Yeah. Um, it used to be like, is it like I don't, like, don't want to be like a downer. It used to be like the seasonal and the special events and the castle shows. <laughs> Uh, there's not so many there's not a lot going on right now I, I really enjoyed like the pirates event but I want a castle show so bad and I don't mean like a stupid projection show I want a show with people okay <laughs> that used to be my favorite thing like going the bonfire every day and dancing and then videotaping and then dancing and then you know doing like 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 the Halloween parade when they had like a daytime and a nighttime version and you know like the Christmas parade when it used to be new every you know like those kind of like I I yeah so that was that's my favorite thing but right now I guess my favorite thing is just spending time with family and friends in the park and um just having like a like a good time together and and kind of like a chill time like without doing like having any goal in mind just kind of like enjoying like a couple of attractions and then going home for the day hmm i like that that's like a very easy going day very yeah stress-free yeah <laughs> for things that aren't chill um like favorite attraction oh my god <laughs> um like I can't pick just one. I'm cheating. Um, I love Journey to the Center of the Earth, Sinbad Storybook Voyage, and also Pooh's Honey Hunt. Oh my god, we're the same. I couldn't pick one either because there's two <laughs> parks too. That's kind of unfair. Yeah, it's it, it's tough. It's it, it really is. You're gonna kill me because this is not like TDR specific. <laughs> it's like the same in almost every park. I'm such a loser. I like Haunted Mansion and Pirates. Okay. And okay, yeah. Right. Hello. How can you? I mean, those are like the best ones. And. <laughs> And I like the canoes because I'm a nerd like that. Like, that's the one thing I regret I didn't do in Shanghai. I didn't get to do the canoes because we just, we ran out of time. Um, but I didn't get to do the canoe. I like, I really like doing the canoes. And um, at Disney Sea, I love Indiana Jones and Journey. And 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Because it's kind of nostalgic. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of my early mm-hmm. Disney memories. Being at Disney World and being trapped in that can 
in the heat. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my One of those traumatizing memories. experiences. But I liked it too. <laughs> it's like a love hate. <laughs> but I love the Disney Sea one because it's all air conditioned and um it's it's not like musty, you know. <laughs> uh that's yeah that's true that's very true (laughs) um favorite season um i had a hard time with this one um like i love halloween halloween's great i love it i do it's it's fun but i have to go with christmas and new year's christmas i just like christmas they do it so well here which is so which, which to me is a little strange because you know Christmas is not a holiday here; it's just a commercial thing. Well, I guess you can argue that it's commercial everywhere it's else, the but same in the states. <laughs> but like you know, here it's not a traditional holiday. Yeah. But they just do it so well, and it just it feels like home, and I love that. Yeah. And then New Year's because New Year's is, um. It's so Japanese the way they like they they do it as their traditional New Year's, and they and it's like this really short, compact event over the span of five days. So they do everything like they have the uh, New Year's uh, merchandise, which they release in November now for whatever reason. <laughs> but anyway, that's a, that's a whole other story. But um, and then they have um, like uh, food, and then they have uh, you know entertainment and stuff like that so they have like this full event in five days which i don't know i just i just love it i I don't know why i just do (laughs) and what about what about you what favorite season favorite season um so i'm like i'm on like a i said too many seasons um (laughs) i like halloween and christmas like always at first i think i like halloween more because i love halloween but then christmas comes and i'm like oh but christmas is so nice too (laughs) So yeah. Halloween and Christmas are kind of lumped together because like that whole nostalgia fest. Um, mm-hmm. And then I really like um, early summer and summer. So um, kind of like what you said before, the the like the Japanese tradition, right? Or like not Japanese because like also like Asian tradition, I guess, like the Tanabata, right? Um, I think that's really cool. I love when people start coming to the parks in early summer in their kimono and uh, sorry, the yukata, the summer kimono. And I love how they um, they start with the shaved ice. It, like, it feels like summer is here. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm, we get mm-hmm. into like full summer with all the water shows, which I also really love because it's such a it's a much more relaxed atmosphere, you know, and it's, it's just like really like um, it's just like really lighthearted and uh, it gets it gets hot. It gets hot. But that's okay because it's it's so much fun and you can always take a break in a restaurant or on attraction. So, mm. that's that's my seasons. Favorite snack, pizza roll, done. A pizza. See, we are divided on this because I like the egg roll. <laughs> like. Uh. I don't. I don't know. I know. I want the pizza. The pizza roll is also really good. It's it's hard. It is. Sometimes it's you feel like snack. pizza roll, and sometimes you feel like egg roll. No pizza roll all the way. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. My hundred ten percent. My snack. So can I choose liquid snacks too? <laughs> sure. Okay. My liquid <laughs> snack is a seasonal cocktail at Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. That's a good one. Right? That's a good one. Right. 
Um, uh-huh. At Disneyland, I know you don't. I know you're not a fan of this, but I love I love churros, especially the TDR churros have all the different flavors and stuff, like pumpkin right now, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and at Disney okay. Sea, the spicy chicken. Oh, I forgot about the spicy chicken. Oh my god, I love the spicy chicken. Right. Oh. Mm. But see, that's summer, but it's like seasons too, right? Because in the yeah. winter they have that miso soup, that creamy miso soup, which is like oh, to die yeah. for. Yeah, the creamy miso miso soup. Yeah, oh, delicious. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Now okay, we got okay. to keep going. Moving we got to keep going. Moving on. Okay. Uh, favorite hotel, uh, Disney Ambassador Hotel. I love the hotel. It's really well love designed. It. My favorite's Miracosta. Fair enough. I love like I love Miracosta, but I don't know. I get I guess like as a like a whole like package, I just like the Disney Ambassador Hotel. It's a nice hotel. I don't know. It is. It's really good event amenities. Also, I'm a little biased because they have a Chippendale room, so there you go. Oh, that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Miracosta, I think it's just like so amazing that it's part of the park. You know, mm-hmm. that's insane yeah. to me. I've never gotten over that. And like, like little memories, like my, like when my son stayed for his birthday, and he's like yelling out. The window at the like we were in the Venetian side, and he's yelling out the window at the gondoliers, "Ciao!" And the gondoliers like looking like where, where is that coming from? (laughs) (laughs) It's like little things like that. It's like just so heartwarming, you know. It's it's um it's just fantastic. (sighs) All right, so enough. So enough about Tokyo Disney Resort. Um, what about like the city of Tokyo or the city of Urayasu? Where you know uh, Disneyland is actually located in, uh, for me Tokyo because I'm I'm closer to Tokyo right. than I am to um, Urayasu. So f- for me, for Tokyo, there's literally something you could do every day. Like you could do something different every single day, and never you'll never run out of things to do. Yeah, it's like a me- it's like a me- I mean, like it's 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 a bunch of cities like combined together. It's insane. It's like never ending. Yeah, like every like every city has its own personality, mm-hmm. and they're all known for something different. So if you feel like you know, if you want to go to the like trendy, weird Japan area, you would you know go over to Harajuku, where all the cute stuff is, and you know the Kawaii Monster Cafe and the oversized cotton candy, and you know <laughs> people dressed as dolls and you know things like that. You go there, or if you want to go to Shibuya, like if you want to experience like shopping and you want to see, of course, the world famous Scramble, of course, right? You go to Shibuya. Um, if you want to go and experience parks. There's tons of parks in Tokyo, which, you know, it's kind of a weird thing to think about. Like, a a lot of people I talk to say, like, they don't think of parks when they think of Tokyo. There's, like, there's so many big open spaces that are all green. Like, Tokyo is not just all concrete. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of green space as well. Um, Like, transportation is super simple. Like, you could take a train anywhere and... You're going to be in a completely different world. And the taxi drivers are so nice in Tokyo. Use them, people. <laughs> They're amazing. Um, and yeah, like, and since this is a world city, you get access to pretty much everything you could want, um, except for ketchup chips. <laughs> we are going to find you ketchup chips in Tokyo, Chris. They've got to okay, be somewhere. Okay. 
Somewhere. I just don't know where. I haven't found them yet. I haven't found good pastelitos like, either, so we have to go on a search together. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can get poutine in Tokyo, but I can't get ketchup chips. So, like, what's up with that? I need I, 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 need, I need to find some place that does that. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so like, yeah, well, what about you? Um, so, in Tokyo, I like to go to, I mean, like you said, you have access to everything. So I like to go to a lot of the exhibits. Um, some of my um, favorite museums are, I guess I'm going to go over this later, but like I'm going to different art galleries. I like having tea time with girlfriends and I really, really love the lights at Christmas time. Like speaking of Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. That's like one of the most beautiful times to be in the city. Um, in Urayasu, Urayasu is a really interesting place. So Urayasu is kind of like divided into different zones so you have the um, the tokyo disney resort area in Maihama. you have the area that i live in which is like the new area of the city like the resort side with a lot of hotels um and we're on the bay so you have this beautiful long bayside park so one of the things that i really love to do with my family is to go biking all along the bay and looking at the ocean um we have a ton of parks in our city um like within such a small area there's like parks everywhere so um there's always a place to enjoy uh, a relaxing time or cherry blossoms depending on the season Uh, we have a lot of uh facilities here like sports facilities so basketball courts tennis courts um i think our our city has like maybe one of the most uh tennis courts in the city compared to other japanese cities um, and then you go to the other side of Urayasu, which is the original side, because we're all built on reclaimed land, both Maihama and, and Shinurayasu. And that's the historic side. So that's like the heart of the city. So that's where you have all the history and you have um, the shrines and the temples and you have like the old historic areas, um, the the fish market. And um, it's where we have our big festival every four years. So by the way, if you're visiting for the Olympic year, that's when Urayasu has its ginormous summer festival. And it's really, really intense and really fun and really crazy. And they actually like take these giant portable shines and they throw them in the air and then they like you have to spin it. crotch. It's like really hard, but it's amazing. And I really recommend um, if you come during the Olympics that you see that if you're here during um, the summertime because it's it's not to be missed um, and it's it, it just like the city as a whole has like so much heart um, it's such a pleasure living here every day I can't I can't stress enough how much I love it <laughs> yeah there's so there's always so much like so much going on over there yeah, you know, and I, the only thing I wish is that it's more integrated, you know, the like the new half and the historic half. I wish people would collaborate more um, because I think we could really like we could really welcome a lot of international guests to the city and, and they would uh, take a lot of pleasure, you know, like taking a day trip outside of the resort to enjoy the other parts, you know, because there's so much more to see. For Tokyo, favorite neighborhoods. Oh, it's so hard. There's so many. So my list is a little long, but whatever. Um, Shinjuku. I love Shinjuku. Um, that's the easiest one for me to get to from where I live. So I go there quite often. Um, there's just so much there. There's malls. There's the gigantic um, movie theater, yeah. the Toho Cinemas with the Godzilla. Um, that's where the robot restaurant is. 
Um, they have the gigantic Bikuro, which is like the combination of Uniqlo and Big Camera, and they call it Bikuro. <laughs> Whatever. They love doing that kind of stuff with names. <laughs> uh, it's a big, like, uh, uh, well, of course, Uniqlo is the clothing store that most people know about. And then there's Big Camera, which is this gigantic um, um, uh, electronic store. Then they have everything, like absolutely everything. So I love that store. And there's like, there's so much to do in Shinjuku. Like you could spend like a week in Shinjuku and not do it all easily. Um, Shibuya, of course, very famous. The Scramble, which I've already mentioned. Um, so much to do there. There, That's where one of the Disney stores is. Mm-hmm. A very cool Disney store. And there's so much shopping, so much, so many places to eat and it's just, it's one of those things, it's like, that is, like, one of the things you have to do when you're in Tokyo. Like, you have to go to Shibuya. Everyone knows that. you got to go to Shibuya. And Shibuya has such a great coffee culture going on there. Yeah, that's and that's relatively recent. Mm-hmm. There's all these different, like, little cafes popping up. And there's, like, all these different ones that are, either they're very, like, hip and new. Or they're very, like, they try to be, like, a little hipstery or... You know, very like traditional kisaten yeah. in a way. Like uh, uh, kisaten is the traditional Japanese like coffee tea house type of thing. Those are starting to make a comeback now. Yeah, it's interesting, right? And like speaking of like hipster, um, there's um, Shimo Kitazawa, yes, which is which is actually a couple of train stations away from Shibuya on the Keio line. It is very popular now, so there's a lot of like big like brand names are showing up there now but there's a lot of like little like little pockets here of like these like little um like local stores and like with handmade goods and um there's like there's this uh really good coffee shop called bear pond espresso i think we talked about them on the show before we have i'm Uh. so have you been i'm so intimidated and scared to go I've gone and it's 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 really good. It's really good coffee. Was it chill? No, I know it's. I know the guy is like a maniac about his coffee. But I'm just so afraid uh, I'm going to disappoint like, him. You know. <laughs> uh, you kind of have to know your coffee a little bit, right? Just a little bit, right? He's but, really. I I heard it's like pretty intense. Um, him and his wife also speak English because they used to live in New York, so they they do speak English. So that helps a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's also um. Way up in northern part of Tokyo is Ueno. And I love Ueno Park there. And they also have a zoo. And that's where a lot of the museums are. Mm-hmm. They have a whole bunch of, me- like, four or five, something like that. They have a lot like, of a museums whole- there. Huge there's a museums. lot of museums up there. Yeah, so if you love museums, that is the place to go. For sure. Um, and they also have a famous shopping street and everything. Like, there's a lot to do in Ueno. Um, another place that I like to go to eat and i was actually there last night is shin okubo which is one stop on the on the yamanote line from shinjuku Mm -hmm. and shin okubo is korean town yeah and why i love it there is the food oh my god they they have so much good food and they have a lot of places where it is all you can eat and my favorite is the pork uh pork belly Mm -hmm. all you can eat pork belly so good and it's cheap too, like, and there's so many restaurants mm-hmm. there. Like, you can just walk into one, and there you go, plop yourself down, and you're good to go. Uh, what are some of your favorite neighborhoods? You have to realize I live on the complete 
opposite side of the city. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard. I love all the places you mentioned. I love Shibuya. I love walking. Like, because Shibuya, like, I think a lot of people before they come, they don't know. But Shibuya, Harajuku, and Omotesando are all kind of like together. You can just walk around and like walk into one without even realizing which one you've walked into. And、um, in that area, I really love the Omotesando、um, back streets. Oh, yeah, those are good.、It's、those、so、are really good. It's so interesting. There's so many little shops and so many, like, really, like, just the neighborhoods, like, the houses are super interesting, you know? And、um, it's all in the same area. So, if you want to hit some really cool coffee shops, you can do that too when you're in that area. And,、um, Uh, like you said, Shimo Kitazawa is really, really awesome, but it's just so hard for me to get to.、Um, so, usually. Yeah, that's really out of the way for it, you. It really is. I, I tried a couple of times and it's just so hard for me,、um, but I love it. I absolutely love the vibe there, even though, like you said, it is becoming more trendy and popular. So, it's, it's kind of losing that like, really local neighborhood vibe, but that's okay.、Um, my, my usual hangouts are Ginza, just because it's so easy for me to get to. Um, Omotesando,、uh, it's harder for me to get to, but I just love it. And Marunochi, like, because our, our station,、um, when we can, we can get to Tokyo Station in about 15 minutes by rapid train, and、um, we get off at Tokyo Station, and that's where the Marunochi area is. So we spend a lot of time there. And from there, you can just walk over to Ginza and Yurakusho because they're right next to each other. So、um, we spend a lot of time in that,、um, that side of the city. But, like Chris said, there's so, so, so many places to visit.、Um, like, I, like, sometimes I'll just take a day trip and go out to like Jugaoka or, you know,、um, like, like, you know, the, the trendy areas of the city, you know, like Aoyama and those places. Because it's so cool. It's such, it's such cool. And those are way closer to you, you know, they're such cool little areas. Um, so, I kind of like to see what's going on out there sometimes. And of course, when we're out and about, we have to eat, right? Yes. I narrowed it down to really, really a small amount, but it was hard. Like, if you want to ask me about chains,、um, like, there's some Western chain, like Western food chains that have come to Japan.、Um, I really like Shake Shack. I do、um, too. <laughs> I, lo- I love Shake Shack. So we have like four now in Tokyo or something like that, three or four. We do. The、uh, one by you, the one in Shinjuku, has like the,、oh、yeah. the rainbow,、um, what's it called? <gasps> What is it called? Their ice cream thing. Concrete. Oh, yeah, the concrete. It's like the really, yeah. It has a yeah, donut in it. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's okay, only I'm at that one. Oh, that's smart. Yeah.、Um, and I. This is terrible, I know, and people are probably rolling their eyes, are gonna roll their eyes once they hear this. Carl's Jr. <laughs> I, I haven't been yet. I, okay, so how is it? You, you obviously、I、love really, it. I really like it. I,、um, I've never, like, Canada didn't have it when I lived there before, and now I know Carl's Jr. is starting to show up more in Canada.、Um, so my first time. I didn't have it in time... Miami either. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think it's、that. like a West Coast thing. Must be, I have no idea, but yeah, so we have one in、um, Akihabara,、mm-hmm. and yeah, that I don't know, it's just really good. Like, if you want a burger,、um, yeah, so far I've only listed burger places, but、um, as for like Japanese chains, I like Sukiya, which has the beef on rice. Oh, 
yeah. Which is really, and, and you know, it's relatively healthy for you. Like it's beef on top of rice with um, some onions and you get a salad set. So it comes with like some cabbage and like broccoli and stuff. You put a little bit of dressing on it and it also comes with miso soup. And miso soup is really good for you. So, you know, it's, you know, it's not burger and fries and it's really cheap too. Mm-hmm. Like you can get like a decent meal for like five bucks. Um, and then there's Coco's curry, which is the Japanese curry. So good. I know a lot of our Twitter followers are constantly debating what number they are <laughs> for the oh, Coco yeah. curry. It's so fascinating to listen to. Coco curry is really good. It is. Uh, so like um, the number meaning like how spicy you want. Yes. It. Like you, you, you can go from one to ten. And honestly, I cannot go past three. Like three I am not enjoying myself because all I taste is spice. <laughs> so I can't even imagine what four and above is like, or ten. I can't. I can't even fathom that. Like, I feel it's like odd. Japanese curry is famous for being sweet. So I also mm. tend to go for the lower numbers to enjoy that sweetness. Yeah, you know. So I'm with you That's on so that. Hmm. Um, and then, so. There's a lot of local places, so mm-hmm. like you know, n- like naming things is just not going to help <laughs> uh, uh, be be very helpful because I, I like for me I live kind of far out of any tourist area, so I wouldn't expect you to come to my neighborhood to try a restaurant. But um, there's so many like little like little hole in the wall restaurants and stuff. So like where, wherever you are and you see something that looks good, try it. Yes, you never know. Try it. Like, food in Japan is so good. It's so it really good, is. and it's so affordable. Mm-hmm. You know? No tipping, you guys. Yeah, no, no tipping. I love the no tipping thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, like, so what about you? Like, favorite restaurants? Okay, um, I really like... <laughs> I guess I really like... Um, when I go out and about in the city, I like really casual food. So I really like things like kushiage. It's like fried food on a stick yeah on skewers and it's just like everything that's fried like everything <laughs> so good <laughs> just fry everything oh my yeah they, like there's restaurants that have that like the all you can eat skewers yeah and like the deep fried skewers there's this one place and it's actually pretty close to a touristy area so if you guys go you can check it out there's this building in um akihabara called i think it's called Aki Ichi or something like that. I have to look it up. I'll, I'll send it to Chris later. Um, but it's um, it, the restaurant is called Shinjuku Tatsukichi, and it should come up on like a Google search. Like if you type in um, Akihabara and Kushiage and Shinjuku Tatsukichi, um, so I'm guessing it's also in Shinjuku. <laughs> <laughs> um, they actually have like a set that you can order, like the chef's recommendation or something. And um, it's I, I recommend that so you can just try a whole bunch of different things at one time. And uh, it's so, 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 so good. And you can't go wrong with fried food, you guys. Another thing that I like, and I know this is like it doesn't look pretty. So I don't know. I don't know if you're a fan or not, Chris. Do you like monja? Uh, yeah, I like it. <gasps> okay, we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I was worried. I really love monja. I know like it's not a beautiful dish to look at. It's like mush on a skillet. It it's, it doesn't look appetizing, but it's so good, you guys. It is so good. It's like gooey, and you can put anything you want in it. You can put, um, you know, the classic 
um, uh, the, the, what is it called? Uh, uh, I can't think right now. Um, the fish, fish eggs. What is it? Help me out, Chris. Oh, the fish eggs. Yes. Oh, I don't remember the Japanese word for I that. I'm remember. terrible. With cheese. But yeah. Yes. And um, anything, anything. You can put baby star ramen, the little like crunchy ramen noodles that kids eat as snacks. You can have a curry version. You can have um, anything you want. You can put in monja and it's amazing. Oh, isn't it fish roe? Fish roe. Yeah. But what is it called? There we go. Okay. Yes. So, yes. Oh, my gosh. Go try all of it. Try all of it. Okay. Monja. Monja yaki. Okay. And go to um, the, you know, the main place for that is Tsukishima. And that place, it's like a monja yaki street. It's all monja, you guys. All the restaurants. And, and I'm guessing tourists go there, too. So they should have some international menus at some of the places. And while you're there, they have this amazing melon bread shop. And they cook it fresh, and it's so nice and warm and delicious. So especially during the wintertime, my recommendation. Um, another really favorite place that I have for food is um, in the Fabric District um, in Nipori, or, or, or like really close to the, it's, it's around the Fabric District, and it's called Himitsudo. Have you, have you been there before, Chris? No, I haven't. Okay, okay, go take. Uh, I know uh, you. Ha- John is visiting. Take John to visit at Himitsudo, and um, shaved ice, and the sauce is made fresh from scratch, and so the flavors change every day. And it's and it's an it's a shaved ice place that's open all year round, so it doesn't have to be in the summertime, and um, it's this tiny little shop. And it is just absolutely amazing. Like, I cannot recommend it enough. And if you go and you search on Instagram or on a Google image search, all these delicious photos will appear. Um, So that's Himitsudo, H-I-M-I-T-S-U-D-O. And then um, speaking of uh, kind of like chains, my, my guilty pleasure chain is the Dominique Ansel Bakery, particularly the Omotesando branch. And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, come on, it's Dominique Ansel. You can't go wrong with him. You know, I think what was he like the patissier of the year or something like that recently. So um, he's great and he's very imaginative. And um, there's a lot of things that are like Tokyo or Omotesando or there's a Ginza store only like exclusive items. So go and check it out if you like his sweets. If you're a fan of the Cronut and his other stuff like his DAK. Um, that's it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop there. Because like you said, we can go on forever. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite season? This is easy. And it's it's not going to be what you expect. Autumn. Ooh. I know it's not summer. It's not summer. I know. I, I surprised you there. I do love summer. <laughs> um, but, mm. you know, in, in Miami, we don't have autumn. So I really enjoy this season. I enjoy seeing leaves change color. I know you're from Canada, <laughs> land of beautiful nature. I know. So for you, this is normal. But for me, this is amazing. And we can wear clothes in layers? What is this sorcery? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also a really great time for food in the city and for anywhere in Japan, really. Um, for me, it's kind of a toss-up between spring and Christmas. Ooh, I like how you just call it you're like, <laughs> yeah. not winter, Christmas. <laughs> no, not like winter, like 
That would that would mean January and February, that's and those true. are terrible. No, that's true they're, because like Christmas is just chilly enough. Yeah, Christmas it's comfortable mm-hmm. for me. It's comfortable. Yeah. Um, and spring like with all the um uh, cherry blossoms and stuff oh. like that's just beautiful. So favorite thing to do. Okay. Favorite thing to do. Oh my goodness! Like yeah, again, we could be here forever. But yeah, uh, what I do to kind of help filter all that out is I go to Time Out Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And I just look for something going on. Like, you can pick for, like, things to do for today or this week or this weekend mm-hmm. or next week or whatever. Like, because there's just so much going on. Like, it's hard to keep track of it all. It really is. So I do that a lot of the time. and kind of pick. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to do that. Also, I like to plan, like, a day trip somewhere. Yeah. Like, I like going down to Kamakura, um, which has the big Buddha s- statue. Mm-hmm down that area and it's also the beach area as well um yokohama things like that or going up north to like saitama see i avoid saitama (laughs) why because it's the pit of hell sorry saitama (laughs) people i love you too i don't know why why explain to me i don't i don't i don't get it have you ever been to the other pit of hell which is nishi funabashi station Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's like this weird vortex of like people cannot queue for the train there. This guy like elbow checked my son once. Like like it's just it's people are horrible there. They're like animals. I try like a cult tried to recruit me once. Um, it's just <laughs> okay. like man, wow, okay. that place is not cool. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's really weird. Um, that is weird. Yeah, and then I think Saitama. It kind of like it's kind of like. On the edge is like just outside the city, and it's just kind of like generally uncool. And then there's also the molestation train, you know, that takes you out there. You know, it's the train that has like the most molestations in the city. So, yeah, there's there's some some kind of weird vortex going on there. I try to avoid it. Although they do have a really cool mountain with um holes, burial holes, like two hundred, like more than two hundred, like burial holes in the mountain. Which is really cool. No, it's like, yeah, 200 burial holes. It's called like the 100 burial holes, but there's 200. And that's pretty cool. But other than that, I try to avoid it. And they have a train museum, which is really cool. Um, so <laughs> besides the burial holes, what are, the, what are some of your favorite things to do? Oh, so I mentioned museums. So um, uh, some of the museums I like are Mori Art Gallery. I cannot recommend it enough. They always have, like, fantastic exhibits. And you can also get a really cool view of the city. Vanilla Gallery, if you're into something a little weirder. Um, have you ever been to Vanilla Gallery? No. What is it? It's, like, a little room or two little rooms. And um, they have, like, really, like, strange little exhibits. Like, they'll have, like, the serial killer exhibit sometimes. Like, serial killer art. They had, like, a really cool oh, Geiger okay. exhibit. Um, they have, like, just kind of, like, little offbeat kind of interesting stuff like small like really small intimate exhibits um a little pricey uh but really really cool and worth checking out um also because the maranochi area is just so close i love the mitsubishi ichigokan uh gallery um and they actually took this old bank and they repurposed it and they they built a gallery inside and they have some really good exhibits there as well those are some of my like little favorite ones um in the city i also like to go to cafes you know I love cafes. I can't eat a lot of sweets right now, but I still like to enjoy <laughs> looking or going with friends, um, especially for um, uh, afternoon teas in the different hotels in the city. Um, mm-hmm. And my favorite day trip out of the city, uh, hands down, is Hakone. It's like a little paradise. I love it. 
I love everything about it. It's amazing. Hot springs, museums, architecture. Um, just like just walking around, um, little restaurants. It's just like everything about it is amazing. I guess um, I, I I can tack on to that. Um, um, I really enjoy Takao. Of course, yes, you were just which there. is a which which is a really easy day trip out of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's west, um, and I also love doing the onsen, which is the public baths. Yes, uh, they're they're either onsen or sento. Onsen is like the natural. Uh, hot springs and sento is um like the heated baths mm-hmm. basically and like sento is cool too because sento a lot of them are like in these really old historic buildings so it's really mm-hmm. interesting to see inside you know onsen and sento we can go on for again like so many of this stuff like we should really do episodes on these yeah. um i love the onsen of course and yes they're public um like they're public baths and yes you are naked um so you know, especially for people from Western cultures, it's it's a little, it's it's intimidating at first. I get it. Like the first time I did it, I was I think eighteen at the time when I did my study abroad here. That was the first time I ever did it, and like I was just so unsure. <laughs> you know, like I've never done that kind of stuff before. Like I never grew up playing sports, so I never, you know, you know, did the whole, you know, when you're um, changing in front of everyone. Like, like I, I never did that mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in high school or anything like that. So doing that uh, here um, was, a, yeah, intimidating, and I, I didn't. I was uncomfortable, but now I don't care. I go. It's fun. It's it's relaxing. It's super relaxing. So nice. I you love guys. it. Go. It's so nice. And some of the onsen, like especially the one out in Takao, uh-huh. is so nice. And it's right beside the train station, the Takao San mm-hmm. Gucci station. Um, and it's super cheap. It's like a thousand yen to go, Ooh. and it's and it's relatively new. It opened within the last few years, and they do a special bath every few months. Um, and like this, the one right now is a red wine bath. Oh my god, which is super cool. <laughs> so, yeah, onsen, love it. We should do an episode on that as we well. Have to, and there's like <laughs> two by the resort. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's. Which ones are by the resort? You went. You actually went to one recently that they have a branch up by the resort, the Edo Monogatari. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One and uh, that's in Shinurayasu, and the one in Maihama is Yurasha. Mm-hmm. And that's that big building that you can see from Disney Sea that obscures your view. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're both. I, I haven't been to Yurasha yet, but the one um, I like the one in Shinurayasu. It's really cool and local and um, really relaxing and not not too crowded. In, in the summer, they'll do like half heated and then half cool pools, which is kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely do a episode on onsen because I've had people ask me about it, and. Yeah, there's you know etiquette and all this kind of stuff like how to how to do it right. Yeah. So we should definitely do talk about that. Um, all right, so let's move away from Japan. Goodbye, Japan. <laughs> Bye, Japan. So we're gonna head over to Hong Kong now. Oh my goodness, but this is a long episode, but that's okay. It's our hundredth episode, uh, so we're 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 allowed to have it long. So <laughs> Hong Kong. Oh my, I love Hong Kong. I do too. I really do. It's such a oh. So let's start off with Hong Kong Disneyland. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, I guess like the number one thing, it's a break from Tokyo because it's so chill there. It is super chill. It really chill. is. 
Like, if you can, like, if you can do Tokyo Disney Resort, like, Hong Kong Disneyland is literally a walk in the park. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Literally. It is, like, night and day difference in terms of crowds. And even, like, even with planning and stuff, I feel you don't have to plan as much with Hong Kong. Of course, like, you should. Like, you know, so you know what's going on. But for the most part, it's just, it's super relaxing. It really is. It's a really comfortable uh, park. It is. It really like it's it, it's small. It is. It's a small park. But see, people always and, say that, but I don't think it's that small because you no. you can spend a good two days there. You know. Yeah, like yeah, uh, like a, a lot of people say like it, it's it's a one day park. And no, I kind of disagree with that. I think it's a two day park. I agree. Yeah, two days for sure, at least. Mm. Yeah, two days easily because they uh, they they have shows and they have their like they have. Um, making the wonders book and they have the the fest of the lion king Mm -hmm. and then eventually they're going to have this moana show as well cool um and then um they have paint the night and then they have a day parade the flights of fantasy and then they they've also they they also do special events so they're doing halloween soon and then they're going to have christmas so they have all the entertainment with that like it's just there's there's a lot to do in this park. For sure. It's very intimate, but don't mistake that for it being like a tiny park because it's, it's not. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot packed into there and especially the hotels too. Oh, yeah. Like you can spend a lot of time in the hotels, which I love. I love the hotels. They're beautiful. Well, I mean, our oh, hotel, Tokyo Disneyland Hotel is a copy of Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. Probably like one of my other favorite things about Hong Kong. I think Hong Kong probably has... Probably the most beautiful backdrop with the castle mm-hmm, because of those green, the the beautiful natural green hills in the back. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. And this something just, you can only see there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, of course, you know, the, the, the other parks, you know, the castles are beautiful and everything, but they don't have that natural green backdrop, which I just, I, I love it so much. Yeah. So yeah, for, for you, what 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 is it you like about the park? Everything that you said, it's very intimate. Um, it's very relaxing. It's not like a park where you have to go hard, you know. Um, the wait times are not incredibly long, whether you're waiting for a, an attraction or a show or a character greeting. So you can feel very, like you feel like you're on vacation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes when you go to a Disney park, it feels like a lot of work. But it doesn't feel like that at Hong Kong, you know. Um, and like you said, the the entertainment right now they're they're really killing it. They they have a lot of really interesting events going on, like really fun seasonal events and kind of like unexpected um, unexpected events, like the Marvel Summer. Um, who saw that coming, you know? And that, and that was that's really cool and fun. Um, the Halloween that they do is always really interesting, and I like that it's a little darker. Than the other Disney parks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just I I kind of love everything about it. It's a really cool park. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those must dos. I I know some people like ha, um, ask like, oh, should I go to Hong Kong? Is it worth it? Yes. yes, absolutely. Go to Hong Kong. You will not regret it. Trust us. Yeah. Um, and go to the city too. Oh yeah, the city's amazing. Tons to do in the city. Um, so before we talk about the city, like, let's talk about some of our, our absolute favorite things at Hong Kong. Okay. Favorite restaurant. I have to go with 
Explorers Club on this one. Explorers Club restaurant. And not just because of the name. I know. I know. But I just... uh, The Explorers Club is the restaurant attached to Mystic Manor. Mm -hmm. And they um, serve a whole bunch of different types of cuisine. So they have Indian food. They have Korean food. They also have Japanese food. And they have another type of food. I can't remember what it is. But there's so much variety there. And inside is absolutely gorgeous. It's a gorgeous restaurant i love it it's so good did that open after the attraction opened or is it recent or that's a good question it probably opened with the attraction i I would imagine Man, somehow we missed it i don't know or maybe i missed it my husband went um one time without us so Uh, you know it's easy to it's kind of easy to miss like if you're because it's so well themed like it's so integrated Mm -hmm. like you can just kind of walk by and just like oh nothing there oh man I want to check it out for sure one day. Yes, do it. Um, For us, I actually, my my favorite hands down, and it takes a little extra planning, is the dim sum restaurant. I, I, sh- I should have looked up the name. You know the name. Crystal Lotus. Crystal Lotus. Thank you. I love it. I love it. It's a little escape from the parks. Like, not that the parks are crowded or, or like crazy or anything, but it's a nice little, like, relaxing place. And the dim sum there is so cool. It's all Disney characters. It's, like, amazing. And they have Stella Lou now. I saw. I saw that. Stella Lou. Oh, my goodness. It's so fun. And, yeah, for uh, for the dim sum, you do have to um, reserve in advance. You can't just show up. Yeah. Unfortunately, you do have to call and make a reservation. Um, but if you are staying at the hotel, like one, one of the Disney hotels, you can just email email them and have them arrange, arrange it for you. Mm-hmm. So it's super simple. Um and also, you can um, you can also phone them too if you're not staying at the hotel. Right, we did it at one of the phone. Disney hotels, and they will send you a, a menu to order in advance because you do have to order the dim sum because they make them to order, right. like they prepare them for you. So it's yeah, it's definitely worth the extra planning. Um, favorite attraction. Mystic Manor is a given, mm-hmm. you know, especially, you know, if anyone's been on it, yes, it's fantastic, fantastic. What about you? Um, I love, like you said, Mystic Manor, of course. I didn't get to try the Grizzly Gulch one, unfortunately, because it was closed um, when I was there. I really want to, though. It looks so, so fun. My husband absolutely loved it. Um, and I know it's not a ride, but I love Paint the Night. I absolutely adore oh, okay. it. Okay. I think it's great. It's a good show. So fun. Paint the Night. Oh, and Mickey and the Wonders Book. I love that show. That show's so good. I didn't get to see it yet. Oh, you need to go see it. It's probably their best show. It's probably their best show, I would say. It looks amazing. Like, it's it's Tokyo Disney level quality, that show. Wow. One day, one day, Hong Kong, I will come back to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Favorite season? Halloween. I'd have to say for Hong Kong. Halloween's my favorite. That's the season I want to go to the most. Yes, um, you need to. Yeah. I also like their Christmas a lot. <sighs> yeah. I haven't gone during Christmas yet, but I, uh, it's on my list. It's on my I list. I feel like Disney parks at Christmas are just such a little, like a magical place, you know? It's so pretty mm-hmm, with all mm-hmm. the Christmas music and all that, you know? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite snack? This one was a little tougher be, just because their their snack game isn't as good 
as Tokyo. It's it's a little different. It's it's really close to, yeah. in some ways, except for a couple of venue items. It's really close to the U.S. parks. I guess my like mine would be the uh, donuts at the Market House Bakery. Uh, they have them like themed to different characters. So there's a Donald Duck one and a, and a Winnie the Pooh one, and those are super cute. Aww. And they taste good. They're nice and fluffy, so I like that. I would go with. This is going to sound so lame. I know. I would go with the cotton candy. Okay. We don't have that in our, you know, at our park at all. Like we don't have cotton candy. So I, I think cotton candy is just kind of fun. And I think I, I remember it had like a light up thing in it, which is always kind of cool. I love anything that lights up. And um, I'll, I'll also give um, a secondary prize to the dried squid on a, I think it was on a stick. I don't remember which was where was it? It was close to the treehouse. I feel it was close to the jungle cruise there, I think. <laughs> and that was also really good. <laughs> um, favorite hotel? I Disney Explorers Lodge, hands down oh, for me. I haven't been there yet, so I I feel ah. like I would also say that, but because I haven't been there, I can't say it yet. I do want to go there because it really reminds me of um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and which is really a really nice design. Um, uh, so I am I'm just gonna go with. Um, the Shanghai, du- sorry, Hong Kong Disneyland <laughs> Hotel, wrong, wrong, wrong place. Um, sh- the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel because um, we've been there and it's it's lovely and I I kind of like I feel that design is much more fitting there than um, for our area actually, even though hmm. they changed the exterior of ours. I really like how it works with that surrounding. I I like their hotel. Favorite thing to do. <laughs> um mine is sleeping in oh that's a good well yeah because you you know I, I i usually cannot sleep in for a disney park i'm like go 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 you know um my favorite thing to do is um i like the fireworks there mm. and i love paint the night yeah they do a good job <laughs> um yeah paint the night is so fun i love that and yeah their their fireworks show is pretty good too um Tokyo, our fireworks are not yes. that great. So they've been doing yeah. our fireworks every night, by the way, like clockwork. Oh, yeah, which is nice. That's, that's cool. Sometimes we skip them. <laughs> um, so for so for the sleeping in portion, um, that's because Hong Kong actually opens their opens later. Yeah, it's usually around ten a.m. is when they open. Usually, um, so of course I. I you know, compared to the other Disney parks, you usually have to get up at the crack of dawn if you want to get there. You know be ready to go but with hong kong you don't you don't really need to do that you can kind of roll in at you know 10 minutes to 10 and you're good um so I, I like to sleep in a little bit just you know to be a little different with that and enjoy the hotel let's see like if you get up really really early they um i don't know if they still do this but what they used to do is they used to pick uh people like they were there super early um to open the park so you could say, welcome to, to Hong Kong Disneyland. And um, you get like a little certificate and everything. It's really fun. I'm pretty sure they still do that. I love it. I love it. I'm still usually sleeping. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get it because I'm always, you know, I'm just sleeping. Um, so that's our favorite things at uh, Hong Kong Disneyland. So the city, the city itself, Hong Kong, is beautiful. It's a fun city. I, I like it. It's it's so compact. Everything's so compact. It's compact, but like so high in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh insane. my god. There's so, like, so much to do. Like um Victoria Peak is a must do. 
That's my favorite place. I would say. It's so nice. You get a gorgeous view of the city. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, of course, going in the evenings, probably the best for photos because you get like, you know, the nice evening shots and stuff. It's a little, it's busier in the evening, but, um, and also going during the day is also nice as well. There's less people I find. You can walk up Um, it if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done that. I've always just taken the tram. Yeah. We did it by mistake once. Whoops. see. I got in so much trouble from my husband. He was so angry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my but it was fun it's a memory we will never forget um the um i don't know how to pronounce this the nyong ping 360 uh which is the cable car that kind of it's, it's like a half hour cable car ride like way up high in like oh yeah almost the mountain area kind of and there's like the shopping area and there's also a big like like there's a temple with like buddha statues and stuff mm-hmm. like it's 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 gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous um there's also ocean park which is the um their like their theme park i think it's over 40 years old now i've never been or to ocean turned park. 40 i think it is i think it's celebrating some kind of anniversary yeah. it's a fun it's a fun park uh we went there for half a day and i, I felt that was more than enough mm-hmm. um but, yeah it's it's a fun it's a fun little place to, to check out um I also loved Lady Street. Ooh. It's called. So this is like where people have like shops set yeah. up, and you can barter for things and stuff. And like when um, I went there back in June with my mom, and my mom was just bartering <laughs> like like crazy. She was bartering for everything. I'm like, Mom, we don't need this much stuff, <laughs> but she loves a deal, so that's what she did. I'm like, okay. You, you know what, Mom? Get those ten, uh, those ten fidget spinners because yes, we need ten. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, Mom. You got them for five bucks. So, <laughs> sure. Oh my gosh! It's so you have to go with a family member that enjoys that, you know, because it makes it yeah. so much more like more enjoyable. So much more fun, you know. Like my son and husband are like super into it. I'm like I cannot haggle for anything. I'm too like embarrassed and shy and i just can't do it but they're like so into it man it's like a little too aggressive for me i can't do it yeah i yeah i can't do it either i don't know maybe it's a like western thing like we just don't do that i don't don't know no i have no idea but yeah i don't know where where my mom got that from (laughs) who knows whatever um so yeah those are my favorite things I really like also going out of the city a little bit and enjoying like uh, like the surroundings. Um, you can actually go um, and take out uh, an excursion to go find pink, like white dolphins, but they call them pink dolphins. And um, and if you get lucky, you'll get to see them, and they're so pretty. And a lot of the times, it'll be like the mommy and the baby swimming together, which is really nice, and they're just really lovely. Um, another thing I really want to do that we haven't had the chance to do yet is that they have like this geological formation park, which looks really, really fun. And um, next time we go, I definitely want to do that. That sounds fun. Right. Adventure. Adventure, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. There's so much to explore with with Hong Kong. There's just so much, so many things to do. Yeah. Um, Oh, and they also have a cheesecake factory. Now. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's an important point that I did not know. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, it just opened. I think in May or something like that. So yeah, 
Cheesecake Factory. So next time I go, I'm actually going in a few weeks, so I'm going to try and make it there. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, this, yeah, Hong Kong, love it. Definitely, yeah, so many things to do in that city. It's incredible. Um, Just avoid the summer. I'm okay with summer. Oh, the summer there is dead. It's very humid. Like, it's yeah. It, it's it, it's worse than Japan. I like I it is. like I thought Japan was bad. <laughs> Hong Kong is just like it's so much worse. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna lay down on the sidewalk here and just die. Like it's just I I can't. <laughs> if you're weak for heat and humidity, don't go. If you like it, yeah, like, do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of feels like you're swimming constantly. Winter is actually a really nice time to go because it's not like cold, cold, you know. It's comfortable. Yeah, it's like it feels like a like a summer evening. It does. It's so nice. Like it's, you know, yeah, it's just it, it's comfortable. Yeah. All right. From Hong Kong to Shanghai. I feel like we've talked about Shanghai so much. We did. In the past yeah, few we days. Did. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll kind of breeze through this one a little bit. The park is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it's everything what a modern Disney park should look like. Um, their shows, uh, like their stage show, like their castle show, knocks it out of the park. All their shows are amazing. <laughs> Yeah, like the the pirate show, um, the Tarzan show, um, the day parade is. Eh, it's okay. eh. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, I would it's, say. I it's mean, fun. like the thing is, we say that, but like, it's not like it's uh, you know. It's actually really good. No. It's a good parade. Okay, yeah. so don't like, guess, don't like, know, get, don't like. We we sound a little down on it, but like, I feel bad <laughs> because it's actually not a bad. It's a it's a fine parade, you know. It's cute. It, it, it's a cute parade, I would it's say. It's good for a first-year parade. It's like that, that opening parade, you know? So I think that's fine. It's going to be fun to see how this park changes over time, how it grows. Yeah, I think so. Because, too. you know, it, it's been operating for just over a year now. So, that, you know, we've talked about it in, you know, our last couple episodes. Just, you know, there's some growing pains going on. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they take care of all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm looking at your notes here. It says you love all the green areas. I really do. I love I love that there's like so much park space incorporated into the park. I know that sounds really weird, but there's a lot of green and I, I find that really relaxing. I find it really pleasant. Mm. Yeah, it, it's very different compared to the like the other parks. Like we don't have that space. That kind of space. I mean, there's happening. like lawns, but it's different. You know, it's like yeah, it, it yeah, feels like yeah, a little yeah. bit more like thought when it, like the design is very different. Mm, mm, that's true. If you're looking at my notes, you see something really weird right now. <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking at. I'm like, I don't know. Explain this. I don't know what you mean. I really don't. Okay. Like sliced bread and belly out trend. It, maybe this is <laughs> a new is trend. This? I don't know. But I even saw it in the flight magazine and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's real. Okay. So you did not see the sliced bread trend. No. What is this? So my notes say sliced bread and the belly out trend is life. So maybe this is a new thing that goes on. But like, so when you went, fruit was the big snack in the park, right? That people would bring in. Mm-hmm. When I went, and it was even in magazines, okay? So this is like a trend trend. The snack that people would bring in to the park from outside was sliced bread in a bag. <laughs> okay. Like plain sliced bread. 
All right. I don't know cool. what's going on with that. What? That is all. It's not something I would want to eat most of the year, but especially not in the summer. But it was the big trend item that everybody had with them. And it was even in the flight magazine. Like, I guess it's a thing that people like to carry. I don't know. I don't know. But I was fascinated by it. I'm like, it's so dry. And there's nothing on it. It's just plain sliced bread. So I thought that was really interesting. And I thought I was, like, fascinated by it. And then my other thing that I was so... Okay, maybe this is a summer thing, too. The belly out trend. I tried to get my husband to do it, and he almost smacked me. (laughs) And I was like, no, try it. Come on. Join. Join. Join the locals. So what the guys... And it's even young guys. It's not just, like, old... Like, you would picture it's, like, old middle-aged guys, but it's not. It's It's, like, it was all the guys, even young guys, and even some fairly young kids. And my son also would not do it, and he also tried to smack me. But um, what the guys do is they lift up their shirt so that the belly is out, and the shirt kind of rounds around the belly, so you have this nice round shape. And I guess it's a way to cool down the body. I don't know. But I kind of loved it. Okay. And it was only the guys. Yeah. Yeah, the guys would have their bellies, their shirt lifted a little bit so that the belly, only the belly is out, not the back, just the belly. Yeah, I guess, you know, try and stay cool i really don't know yeah yeah there was one guy with his shirt oh. off he went all 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 in but i feel like the belly was much more modest you know oh. so. yeah yeah I, I guess so that's it's true. always interesting to see what people around the world at the different parks do that's like unique to that area and i was like these are like the things that i kind of loved <laughs> <laughs> um Favorite restaurant? I know you have N.A. on yours. I, You know, because I, I feel like we didn't eat at enough restaurants to say, like, this is my definitive favorite. Mm. Um, I really like the one that you put down, the the tea house one, the moon. Oh, what is it called? One, Wandering Moon Restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Like the tea house looking place. Yeah. That was great. So good. And it's beautiful, too. Oh, the interior is great. I wish we had gone at night because then I saw nighttime pictures and I'm like, oh, it's even more beautiful at night. Mm-hmm. Such a yeah, beautiful restaurant and uh, the good Chinese food too. It was uh, traditional traditional Chinese food. Yeah. Um, favorite attractions, you know, kind of, you know, Pirates and Tron. Like that's the thing everyone talks about, and for good reason. They're really good attractions. Oh, um, and then Camp Camp Discovery. Yes. People people need to do that because it's just so out there. So. It's something you're not going to see anywhere else, I don't think. It's life. It's life. I love I love the challenge trails. I love them. Yes, do it. Bring close <laughs> shoes. They don't sell shoes there. They don't rent them either. Yeah. So bring your shoes, okay? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I skipped one. I skipped one. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Oh, that yeah. Peter Pan is amazing. Yes, Peter Pan. That's oh, so my good. Yes. Um, favorite snack? I like, uh, like, I don't know if they still have this or not, but uh, back when I was there for the second time, uh, the pork, I don't remember the name, it was like this pork puff pastry. Okay, I think we both have the same thing. It was at Merlin's something or other. It was really tasty, and it was light, it was fluffy, it was, there was sauce in it, oh, it was so good. I think we're talking about the same thing. I think I also have that on my list. Um, the Shanghainese pork cake. I put park cake, pork cake. Oh, uh, moon cake. Yeah. Well, my, on the oh, the, on the, the restaurant I went to had a different. It was called the pork cake on the oh. display. Oh yeah, pork yeah. yeah, yeah, I 
Yeah, that's a different one. Okay. But I know exactly which one you're talking about. They have it at the Toy Story Hotel as well Ooh. in their food court. It's so good. It's it's pork in a bun, and there's like you know the the Mickey is stamped yeah. on it, like a red 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 Mickey. That's oh, it. yeah, that's it. That that is so good. It's good. It's interesting because I'm pretty sure that they actually to make that pastry, they actually use like um the pork uh like the pork lard or something because we also have a cookie. Like a Spanish type of cookie, which is like it, it uses lard in the cookie, which it makes the texture really crumbly. And I feel like it, it has a somewhat similar texture to that. It's not sweet, which is so interesting, but it feels almost like a pastry cookie. Yeah, It's really, really difficult to describe, but it's really great. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Have it. Definitely have, have it. have that. Yeah. Um. Favorite hotel? I know you haven't stayed at any of the ho- the Disney yeah, hotels. Yeah, so I can't. I put yet. like any. I said the one just looking at the exterior that I would like to see, just because it looks so interesting, was the the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. I love the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, but I don't know. I just, you know, like you can go to any Disney park, you can get like you know the really elegant hotel, which is fine. Like it, that's fantastic, of course. But I don't know. There's just something charming about the Toy Story Hotel. I don't know why. It looks cute. I just. It's a cute hotel. Like it's it's not fancy at all. Um, it's a value hotel, but I think it's a well done value hotel. I think. And Toy Story, like I love Toy Story, so I don't know. I just I I love that hotel, and I stayed there during the grand opening too. So again, it's one of those memories mm-hmm. that I attach to it. So that's probably that has a big role to play in that too. Awesome. Um, favorite thing to do. Um, Destroying my walking shoes. <laughs> uh, I put challenge trails and shows. The, that's a good list. I put the challenge <laughs> trails a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's like every second thing, challenge, challenge trails. trails. Camp Discovery. It's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, we also, like, uh, um, if you go back to our past two episodes, or our bonus episode from um, August or September, and also the previous episode 99, 99, 98, 99, <laughs> one of our last <laughs> two episodes, um, we go more in depth uh, about Shanghai. So that's why we kind of went over this a little bit more quicker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, that's all our favorite stuff at all three of the resorts in Asia. Oh, my goodness. It was a long, long list. <sighs> but we're not done yet. There's more. We got some. We got some random listener oh. questions to do. Oh my gosh! Okay. So what we did was we asked uh, Twitter to give us some random questions to answer on the podcast. So we're just gonna pick some random ones and answer them, and then that's it. Uh, do you want to start off? Um. Okay. Um. Pick like one or two. Uh. Okay. Um. Hold on. Okay. This one's interesting. This is from. Um, Luke Henderson at R-E-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-7, Renderman7. And he says, third park or another cheaper hotel? That's how he worded mm-hmm. it. So, <laughs> I don't know if he's asking us to choose between a third park or another cheaper hotel. Or he, I, I'm thinking he wants us to give our idea for a third park and another cheaper hotel. Hmm. So what would you say for a third park for Tokyo Disney Resort? I was actually uh, thinking about this I've, the other day. I don't know. That's tough. I have two ideas. 
let's go with your ideas. I, 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 got, I got nothing. Okay, so like the one, I, the first idea I have is really boring, um, which would be like a kind of like a studio style park, kind of like um, MGM Studios in the states, which is undergoing a pretty big change. But it's going to have things like Star Wars Land in the future. And um, it's kind of like an, an interesting thing, right? Like Hollywood and American movies. And you know, Japanese people love that. Like, you look look at the biggest part of Disney Sea is like American waterfronts, so like those Broadway shows and things like that. So I think you could do some really interesting entertainment at like that kind of style park, um, which would be kind of cool. And, you know, Disney has a lot of really cool, like, uh, intellectual properties right now that they could use in that kind of park that you don't see at Tokyo. Disney Resort right now so maybe Marvel could fit there and like uh, things that we really don't represent in our parks right um, and then another mm. idea which is going balls to the wall crazy like uh, have you ever been to like in um, where I forgot where it is like uh, this park like this Japanese style theme park Edomura no I haven't been there yet wouldn't it be cool to have like a Japan style you know how like they always want to make like that america disney resort park or whatever that they like had plans for at one point mm-hmm. like a but like a japan style park oh okay you know like it could be yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, interesting yeah. like you know you see you've been to the summer festival and stuff like that uh, you can yeah, have like a ninja that. area. You have, have you ever been to like those places that have like the ninja room and like it's all like topsy turvy and like forced perspective and all that? It mm-hmm. can be kind of interesting. <laughs> that <laughs> <You> would <know>? be <laughs> <laughs> like just going balls to the wall, like nuts. Like what's like a really weird idea? So that could be kind of interesting. You know, the California has California mm. Adventure, right? So that could be kind of strangely. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, and for a cheap hotel, I have had an idea and i'm surprised they haven't like i'm surprised they didn't do this first before doing the celebration hotels but um olc also owns um brighton hotel at shinurayasu station so i'm surprised they didn't retheme that first because the location is so good you know um but that would be my guess of a cheaper hotel that they would retheme to disney next if they decide Mm. to do that yeah, I, I would have to agree with you on that one. That's a good, good one. <laughs> what about you? What What would you do for like a third park? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna cop out on this one and just go with you, what you said because those are pretty good. Okay, so we have say. to add one more then. What? We have to add Disney Sky. <laughs> Disney Sky. Okay, a Sky Park, sure. Okay. It could have like um, space, like mission space and stuff like that, and I don't know sky stuff. Well, soaring is already at Disney Sea, so that's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what, what questions? I'm did gonna. You gonna um, one here I got from Q underscore GS. Um, please tell us your top three YouTube channels to listen to the best TDR music loops and park music. Um, I don't really listen, like, I'll be honest, I don't really listen to them. Um, but if I do, the one I do use is TDR Sounds. Um, they put music loops and stuff on there. Um, and a, a good way to just find random ones is to don't search it in ja- in English, search it in Japanese. Yeah. Um, that's, a li- that's a little bit more work. But if you can find the name in Japanese, you're going to get much more um, uh, hits. Or like you're gonna find more channels that way than English because the English one is a little hit and miss. 
and it's not usually updated as much because yeah. uh, there's you know no one really doing it so yeah do it in japanese um if you can so that would be the easiest way to find more more of the loops i would say man i have some uh, i have some that i have on my thing i have to look it up and i will get back to you <laughs> next okay. time um do you, do, do you have another question? I do. Okay, so this is from um, Arthur Munoz, and um, his he's at R-T-H-U-R-17, and he says, how do you deal with interactions in Japan that don't go smoothly? You know, when cur- clerks freak out when they have to say no or whatever. Uh, and I think I think when he means like freak out, it's probably like when they have like an, in- an interior panic of like, oh my God, foreigner, you know? Um, uh, I don't like how do you deal with interactions in Japan that don't I mean like if someone shuts down I don't I don't push it you know I'm like it's okay don't worry about it and I'll, I'll either find somebody else um, if it's something like a question I'm trying to get answered or if I'm looking for something or I'll just forget about it because I'm not a very confrontational person like and if somebody's freaked out I don't want to like upset like freak them out more you know um but like or i'll try to ask in a different way you know that maybe like i'm like well maybe Mm. the way i asked was like unclear or you know i could have phrased that better so i ask in a different way and if i ask in a different way a lot of the times that'll fix the situation they'll be like oh and then you know they'll be like okay you know um and sometimes people freak out because they're like oh you know they might think that you don't like speak japanese but if they hear you speak a little japanese um, they'll like, like, like be like a lot calmer. But usually, people are pretty chill at, at Tokyo Disney Resort. Um, sometimes yeah. the answer is just no. Like, um, sometimes there's you can't negotiate things. Um, and I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm a pretty easygoing person a lot of the time, you know. So I'm like, yeah, that's the answer. That's the answer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, me too. I'm just kind of like, I just, I just, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push it, you know usually so i like eh, whatever <laughs> and then yeah yeah i know what you mean um i have a question here this is more towards me okay okay um it's about me personally um this comes from jason rem85 um and he asks the story about your beard man <laughs> is it a part of your style or just a personal grooming preference it's like your own watermark on instagram <laughs> um the story about my beard. Okay, so I used to work. I worked at McDonald's for like six years, uh, starting in high school. And at the time, I, well, I, I think it's still true to this day. I don't know. Um, you had to be clean shaven, so I always had to shave, and I I really didn't like it. I didn't like having to shave all the time. So once I finally quit, I just I just said, you know what? I want to know what I'm going to look like with a beard. So I grew out my beard, and for the first bit, it was it was really bad. It was terrible. But it eventually grew in the way it is, and I just, I liked it. I'm like, I don't like shaving, because mm-hmm. I had to do it for so long. I'm like, forget it, I'm not shaving anymore. So I just, you know, keep a nice kept beard. Um, and I just use a, like a, I have like this, I think it's Phillips or something, a personal groomer to kind of keep it all nice and tidy. Mm-hmm. And it has like a little built-in vacuum in it, oh. so it like sucks up some of the hair, so it doesn't get everywhere. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for that. And you know, I just 
I'm so used to it now that I don't want to get rid of it. I think it, I think it suits you. <laughs> well, thank you. I enjoy that. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I have I have a couple more questions. I'm going to go through them really quickly. How's how's that Sounds sound? Good. Do you do or do you do you have I any got more? Nothing. I got nothing. What you okay, got? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll go through these, some of these really quickly here because I know we've gone over quite a bit, but that's okay. Um, this is weird. Uh, <laughs> this come. <laughs> Comes from uh, Jobber ninety nine J O B B E R ninety nine. Do you prefer sumo or puro puro su wrestling? Um, oh, pro, puro pro su, wrestling. I think, pro pro wrestling, but in Japan they call it puro 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 esu. Like they condense yeah. the word anyway. Um, I'd say sumo. I like sumo. I've never. What seen about you? Pro wrestling, but now I'm intrigued. I've watched it. <laughs> okay, so you're kind of undecided on I this. like okay. in sumo when they throw the zabuton, the cushion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I like that. Throwing off the cushions. Um, and um, another question from the same guy. <laughs> um, where's the best bathroom in all of Tokyo Disney Resort? Oh, we talked about this recently. Did we? Yes. Oh, we, yeah, we did. Uh, I said Miracosta, the Miracosta lobby, didn't I? That one is really good. Okay, but we're, if we're in the parks... Oh, I, this is like when we were talking about the emptiest bathrooms. All right. So it's not the best bathroom. Well, this one is pretty good. So in the SS Columbia on the top floor across from the SS Columbia dining room, that one is yeah. really nice and it's empty. And uh, not the mm-hmm. nicest bathroom, but at Tokyo Disneyland, the emptiest bathroom is at the Tiki Room in the queue area. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah, we did go over that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, if I like, if I had to pick a bathroom, it's the the hotel lobby oh, one. That's the prettiest in Mira Costa. Yeah. Uh huh. And it has the Japanese washlets too. Ooh. Because the ones in the park don't. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think the other hotel lobby ones have them too. I don't really recall. I just know the Mira Costa one. I like that. And like this is a weird preference, maybe TMI, but I like having the bathroom stalls that have the walls that are like ceiling to floor. I don't like bathroom stalls that have like the little gaps underneath. I don't like that. Freak me out! And they're all like America. The gaps are are so wide. It's so scary going to the bathroom in the (laughs) states because like oh oh my god, why do they even make them like that? You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you might as well not even bother putting the door exactly. on at that point. Exactly. But yeah, so yeah, I like that because it's, it's very private and I like that and has the Japanese wash it. Perfect. I love mm-hmm. it. So if you if you if you want a nice bathroom, go to that one. Yeah. Nice it's toilet. So, so fancy. <laughs> it is. Okay, I think I think that's it for questions. Otherwise, we'll be here forever. But oh my god. Okay, so hundred episodes. <laughs> I can't I can't believe we, we made it to a hundred. And yeah, we did an extra long episode for you guys, so hopefully you learned a lot because we went through we went through quite a bit. Um, so yeah, hopefully we get you know we do something for episode two hundred down the road. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's so far away. It seems so far away, but we'll we'll be there before you know it. We'll get there at some point. We'll hopefully yes, we will. <laughs> um, but yeah, as always, guys. Thank you so much for your continued support and everything and, you know, on Patreon and all those things. We we love you guys so, so much and we can't do the show without our loyal fans. So we're going to wrap up our 100th episode. Um, 
Make sure you rate, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Give us those five stars. Um, and if you have questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And remember to send us your, what was it, uh, earliest Disney memory? No. Any Disney memory. Early, earliest or any, your best Disney memory, funny Disney, and all, all the good memories, all the funny memories, the crazy memories. Send them to us and we'll try and get as many as we can on the next couple of shows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer. And now you know my secrets behind my beard. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram, Explorer Nelge, and that is Explorer, N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. Love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Everything that Chris said and kisses. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Um, <laughs> I'm Trish. Now you know the results of Disney brainwashing on tiny fetuses and babies. Um, and <laughs> keep exploring and we'll see you real soon. Bye. All right, until next time, explorers. Explorers.